Hello and welcome to Fans of the Genre 5 for November 28, 2016. I'm Brian. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rhodes. Well, I, uh, I just landed the plane. I'm back from the world of tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> oh God. tell me more. Uh. Well, I am Joe, a.k.a. Sky Captain, and I just saved the planet. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you like to know how? It's a, it's documented in a film that I was in oh, yeah? called Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. It's available mm-hmm. on DVD. I'm not sure about Blu-ray, but it's available on DVD. Now, what oh, it's available on Blu-ray. Out? Okay, good. A, a movie with those visuals is it's not going to be on Blu-ray? That's <laughs> right. Blu-ray. You should, you should uh, watch it on your new 4K TV with HDR. Oh, yeah. It's got UHD support. That I just bought for Black Friday. Did you really? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I don't know what you mean by visuals because I lived it. It's my life. Um, so all, all that stuff in the movie, it's real. Oh, man. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, watch that um, movie. Yeah, I did watch that movie. Um, and I'll just say that practical effects look better as they get older, but CG effects do not. Yep. 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 <clears throat> Um, this is a video game podcast where we get together every week and uh, talk about what we're playing, what we like, what we don't like, and our hot takes. Um, so how was your guys' Thanksgiving? It was. It was a Thanksgiving? It was. It was. <laughs> I was waiting for that to get longer. There were, there were people Shit. there. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to remember as little of it as possible. Oh, okay. I Just commuted <laughs> between two families myself and my i did partners. too and so mm-hmm. oh boy i bet that was long for you it was yeah uh luckily for us it wasn't too far but uh, i didn't get to drink enough so <laughs> you know you just sort of deal that's not really speaking toward one side or the other but i think the holidays are a good, good and important time to stay warm eat some food and have a drink yeah yeah um aside from the travel everything was great like families very nice and accommodating and I feel happy to have such loving people, but, um, uh, I'm not ashamed to admit that I get kind of drained pretty quickly. I reach a very hard and fast limit on people and I kind of need to like chill out now. So to go right back into the work week is going to be tough, but it's not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yep. Um, I didn't get a chance to play much this week. Neither did uh, I. I downloaded a couple of mobile games. Um, oh, I actually did remember something else that I played. Um, but, Brian, why don't we start with you? Yeah, um, I'm a scumbag. I took the whole week off. Um, well, three days, which turned into the whole week. Yeah, nice. Um, and so I sunk my teeth into an old game that I purchased, I think, back in 2008. Uh, it's called Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl. It's a first-person survival horror shooter um, mm-hmm. developed by GSC Game World and published by THQ. You can probably realize I'm reading the first sentence of the Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it reminds me, uh, it's a first-person shooter, so um, that's a big part of it. And mm-hmm. it does have a lot of that, um, you, know, you have to eat, so you have to sustain yourself. That, that's the survival horror part of it, I guess. And it takes place in Russia right around the, um, the, the nuclear fallout site of the, the nuclear reactor Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. And so it's got this paranormal nuclear horror feeling to it. Not quite like Fallout, which sort of balances that with its own humor. But this is like a serious ass game. <laughs> no, it, it looks like Fallout. I think even the... The f- I'm looking at images of it now. I think the font of the ammo is like the font of the Pit Boy. Probably on, on yeah. So the the HUD and Stalker has the ammo counter, and it looks just like if in like Fallout Four, you can change the color of your Pit Boy if you made it like an orangish color. Yeah, which I think <clears throat> which I think is the like the kind of natural color of uh, New Vegas's Pit Boy. Like it looks just like that. <clears throat> Interesting. Excuse yeah. Me. It's a good game. Um, I played it a lot back when I first purchased it on, I think, one of the first Steam sales that ever happened. Yeah, no, then, it, it actually looks pretty good for I'm, a I'm looking at the screenshots, game. too, and I was looking, I was just admiring how nice it looked for, yeah, for such an old game. It, it holds up, too. Like, when you're talking about old PC games, even, like, only eight years ago, some of these games just sort of 
are a wet fart when you try How to. How many load times are we going to say that? Are we going <laughs> to try to put that in every single episode? I hear your voice and I'm reminded that I should say it at least once per episode. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> but because that's what your voice sounds like. I, oh, what? oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, no, buddy. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> A good example okay. is uh, I tried playing Far Cry 2 a couple weeks ago, and that game, it, it couldn't run on my computer. And I'm running a pretty a brand new PC that I built, I would say, uh, about four months ago. And so it's top of the line in a lot of aspects, and it, it couldn't run Far Cry 2. But Stalker yeah. runs like butter. It's just, it's so good. Speaking of the Far Cry 2 thing, I think I just heard... Didn't Austin say on Waypoint Radio, and now we're going to bring up Waypoint every single episode too, yeah. but he was saying that the problem with that he was having with Far Cry 2, which is the same that you were, where things were like bouncing up and down and like it messed with the AI. Yeah. Is it because you had like V-Sync turned on or something? It like messed up the frame rate and in turn messed up the AI? I Googled it and uh, that was one of the, the solutions that popped up. And so I tried that and then I it still didn't quite work. And then I okay. turned it off and it didn't quite work. And so oh. I just sort of gave up at that point because then there That's were also bad. like 40 other uh, question threads on random forums and maybe like 12 answers. So, huh. yeah, but this game Stalker is really cool. Um, you kind of start you, the, the premise of the game is you're um, basically a treasure hunter who goes into the, the, the zone, which is the, the nuclear <laughs> fallout area. Um, Very just, good. The zone. Yeah, the zone. And everyone has very strong, thick Russian accents, and the NPCs will actually speak Russian to you, and you can't, I can't understand them. But all of the, the, the text that you read and that gives you the quests is in English, and so it sort of just acts as world building, mm-hmm. uh, as if your character probably speaks Russian, and, and all of the English that you read is just translated so that you I, as a player can get it. Yeah, I really like that. I wish more games set in different countries would would do something like that yeah instead of giving um, like that's pretty what, bad accents that's what uh the latest wolfenstein did um yeah new order new the new order mm-hmm. did that and that was really cool like that that game's dope yeah that, that game uh i kind of had the same reaction that everyone did where like you play the first hour and you're like this is so rough boring and derivative and uninspired mm-hmm. and then that game gets crazy real quick like it reminded me of like my favorite parts of like resistance uh, yeah, like it, like that. That game was totally rad. I never got around to uh, Old Blood, but I really like New Order. I have those. Um, I need to play them. Yeah, you should play at least New Order. I heard mixed things about Old Blood. But, same here. Uh, yeah. Um. So I haven't played uh, either Stalker or Metro, but Ooh, right, Metro but, looks so good. I want to play that. Metro. Yeah. But, yeah. but th- this, the way you're describing it, sounds a lot like Metro to me. But, um. Yeah, do you have any experience with Metro? I played a little bit of it, and yeah, like it's it's definitely like Russian, right? So yeah, um, it, it they're both sort of set in very similar, I think, premises. Was was Metro made by THQ? Was it published by THQ? Uh, yeah, the publisher was uh, Deep Silver and THQ. Okay, then I would imagine there's probably some talent who maybe worked on both games, but hmm. they, I, I I imagine that that you'd see a lot of similarities if you played one after mm. the other, which maybe I, maybe I could do. I think I also have Metro on Steam. Um, uh, and also, I, when I, whenever I just pulled that up to find the publisher, uh, and it might be because I searched for Stalker just before it, but the first thing on people also searched for was Stalker Shadow Chernobyl. So, yeah. yeah. I also see one that says Metro 20, 2033 Stalker, same universe? Question mark. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So, sounds like that was pretty... Yeah. Like, that's not an so, original thought by me. Damn. Yeah. We, so not to drag just, it out too we much. We just plagiarized you guys. Right? Um, but I find mm-hmm. the game really fun. I really appreciate how it's, how it's held up. And I actually was planning on complaining about one thing, which was the inventory management is an, it's kind of a kind of a drag. You, have about, you can carry about 50 pounds of weight. Um, and I keep running into that, like, ha- like, filling up my inventory too much. And so I've been stashing stuff all around the world in little... Um, boxes that you find but But, so to me inventory management is always just a total chore and it's very very boring like the the only game that i actually really enjoyed because of more of the novelty of it was a resident evil 4 where you have like your uh you have like your uh, your chest and i think it worked kind of like diablo does too where like you have physical space like Mm -hmm. on like a grid that you can fill up 
and yes. items are of certain different shapes and like that is like I don't know like personally I don't know if that's like necessarily good but it's just so entertaining to me that it's a I, puzzle I, in and of itself yeah exactly yeah like that that is always super cool because I remember the inverse is a game like Fallout where it's just all listed and kind of yeah kind of a chore yeah, yeah to, and, and it's through. measured by like between like point one weight or like 200 weight depending on the thing you're carrying mm-hmm. like it's all over the place so stalker has a bit of a mix of those you do have the grid but you also have that the weight um, that that sounds awful like yeah <laughs> like that's two different inventory systems that they're just like cross threading together so the, the grid does isn't like you don't have to You'll never run out of space on the grid. If you have too much no. stuff, well, then it'll just then you already you're already over like overweight uh, yeah. over your weight limit. But with stalker, it also affects your stamina, and so you can run you you only you run less if you are over that level or, or near it. And so that was really literally weighing me down. <laughs> but um, I found these things, these artifacts in the world. And they're sort of like items you can attach to your armor that give you different um, abilities or. Um, they manipulate how the game uh, affects you. So maybe you'll take less bullet damage, you'll bleed less, or things like that. But I went into this area where all I was finding was um, increased endurance artifacts. And so I equipped five of those, and I can now run run across the entire world without my stamina depleting at all. Damn. And that fixed my inventory <laughs> problem completely. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So uh, the game was sort of feeling like a slog about five hours in, and then I found those items, and now I'm just free running through everything and having a good time again. Hmm. I might have broken it, but it's a good game. Uh, if it's in the game, I don't think uh, I don't think you could say you broke it. I don't think that it you know, when it comes to like has this game influenced or been influenced by things. Um, I think it's probably heavily influenced by uh, Half-Life 2 and other first person shooters in that realm. But it does mm-hmm. remind me a lot of Fallout. And so um, maybe I'll play a little bit more of it and try to connect the two in, in, on a future episode. But. Well, and that was I believe pre Fallout Three, so like, yeah, like, it was so, by a year. Yeah, so it, that actually like was a little more novel that it came out. Like, sure, you had the the first two, but it the, you know before that that series had gone to the first person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's cool. I'd actually like to really check that out. Yeah, I would um, recommend. Yeah. So and then I've been playing over the weekend, which I believe that you have as well, Brian's. Yeah. A little bit of Pokemon, but um, we talked about that a, a bit last week. Uh, but the other, the other thing that we've been playing is the uh, Jack Jackbox Party Pack 3, mm-hmm. which is um, a collection of five games by the people that made You Don't Know Jack. Like, all they do now is make a bunch of awesome party games. And it's five games for 25 bucks. Um, I should have pulled up the list of all the games. You have Quiplash 2. Um, yeah, Faking It. Gespionage, TKO, and uh, Trivia Murder Party. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> each of them are games that are housed on whatever uh, platform playing on, whether it's like an Xbox or a computer. And everybody controls um, their interactions with the game over their phone. So you kind of log into this like online little lobby. Um, it's a room that can fit eight, up to eight players and then can hold an audience. So w- whenever you're playing in the game and you're creating... Uh, answers the audience can vote and help sway points and each game has a totally different premise uh my favorite one is quiplash 2 where it kind of just gives you a generic prompt and two people two people will create an answer to that prompt and you vote on which one's the best um it kind of plays a lot like cards against humanity but a little more free form in that you're writing your own answers and that everyone's and I, I voting. also think it yeah i think it also makes mm. you a little sorry it forces you to be a little bit more creative than cards oh yeah absolutely you have a bunch of stuff in front of you <clears throat> that, like, you can just pair the two funny-sounding things, and you'll you might win. But like, yeah, it, it's, I like it's usually because yeah, because that's which of these like eight cards goes best with this. And you're writing, quip, you're writing the black card, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Quiplash is it'll give you a prompt. Um, I can't think of any else top of my head, but uh, but yeah. So essentially, for the equivalent of. Cards Against Humanity, you're basically like writing what would be on the white card in Cards Against Humanity, yeah. and then, um, then, the, then the entire group votes on it anonymously, and then uh, points are awarded by how many people voted for it. And mm-hmm. that game, 
I was playing it with my family. So uh, my parents, my two older brothers, and my two little brothers. And the most vulgar answers were coming from my 12-year-old brother. And <laughs> no, no the, surprise there. The entire family was just like, we'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, that's a pretty raunchy answer. And then we'd look and see, like, after uh, you're done voting on which answers were your favorites, it shows who wrote what and who voted for what. And we'd, yeah. we'd look and, like, it was my little brother's name that was associated with this really vulgar stuff. And the entire family was just kind of like, Oh my God. And it, it yeah. was almost to the point where it's like, uh, you need to go like, you need to go to bed. You need to think about <laughs> what you said. <laughs> yeah. Some of like, I, uh, it's, 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 it's pretty great. That reminds me of a time I brought cards against humanity down to uh, <clears throat> play with, um, my partner's family. And, uh, like I knew that her immediate family would be super into it and cool. But we played it with like an uncle and aunt who I've never met. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, you know, they're, um, I think politically we align. I think in a lot of ways we, we align, but there's a big difference between like living in a city and living in rural America. And, uh, I didn't, I wasn't quite sure of like if the comedy would align, you know? And like you said, like, it, so, so what, you're, I mean, you're mostly worried about your comedy. Like, oh my gosh, I'm worried about are, my comedy. Are they going to get my jokes? Are they going to get what, my jokes? What happens if they don't laugh at my funny, funny jokes? I've told people and coworkers and people that I've uh, gotten to know really closely that like one of my, if I had like a fear or like a constant worry is that I want, I want people to think I'm funny like all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird thing that I'm constantly fighting. Anyway, um, it, what I like about games like cards and quiplash and all these other games is like, it reveals a bunch of inappropriate, funny things about people you're playing with that you wouldn't normally get or expect. Yeah, no, and, and uh, even just from, like, what they're voting on, like, mm -hmm. whether they're voting for, like, the cleaner thing or um, the more, like, clever thing. And, like, because my, my same 12-year-old brother was also doing just an obscene amount of puns. And it got to, it got, <laughs> oh. to, got to the point where everyone was so sick of puns that they weren't voting for it. And, like, there's, <laughs> you know, I guess would be the meta of Quiplash is where, you know, you got to play the room and, like, yes. understand yeah. what people are going to respond to and vote for because I, I, it's definitely not even like a house rule, but whenever, whenever I play uh, Cards Against Humanity with my roommates and friends, if I don't, like, if I feel like they didn't get my joke, I'll have to, like, like pause it and be like, no, you guys, what I said was this, and this is why it's funny. Like, yeah. I, like I need, there needs to be, like, challenge flags, like in football. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 guys, you need to go back, think about that joke. It's I might push back on that because every time I've had to explain a joke, it never yeah. goes over well. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, it, oh, it never goes well, but I just need to know. You, you need, yeah. I need them to know that they voted wrong. Right. And you need to make so, your opinion known. Yeah, so for next time, they're like, oh, okay, this is why it's funny, and I need to make sure Mikey gets his points because I was on it. Okay. I had so many good ones that totally, like... Um, were lost, fell on deaf ears. Yeah, like, they were just, like, a little too clever. Mm -hmm. Um, like I referenced, uh, tardigrades in one of my answers. Yeah, I see. I wouldn't have even got that. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. They're the like microscopic water bears oh. that, that can survive deep space. They're the only creature that can survive deep, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep space. Yeah. And they're terrifying. Um, hmm. they but, look but like, like surprisingly an actual cute. nightmare. No, no, they're just, they're hell. Do you think they're cute? Okay. How do you, how do you spell it? T A R D I. G R A D E S. Yeah, that 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 spelling is just not conducive to catching. Oh, that thing! I've seen that before. Yeah, and it's hell. It's terrifying. <laughs> uh, and also, yes, Brian. It, it, like, if someone, if my freaking fifty-plus-year-old uncle saw the word tardigrade, he'd be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, like, and I knew that one of my brothers did. One of my little brothers, and then my oldest brother. I knew that they were aware of them. Uh, yeah, because my little brother made listen to the the Adventure Zone, and uh, in that Gr Griffin created an enemy for like a like to human scale uh, tardigrade, and like just in an audio <laughs> podcast that that like gave me like shivers. I was like, oh my god, that is the worst thing I can imagine. <laughs> I need so, to listen to that podcast. You do; it's a very good podcast. When it when it comes to the Jackbox games. Uh, do you typically play them in a certain order if you're introducing them to new people? Because I know for, for my friends, I or for folks that I'm either playing with, 
that have played it before or even folks who never played it before, I usually save a game like Quiplash for the end because Quiplash yeah. is usually the, the crowd pleaser, like the best one by far. Yeah. I think it, the best way to get a hold of the concept is to start with Fibbage. <clears throat> it's the one that everyone, I think, heard of first. So like that's the one that broke through. I actually yeah. tried playing that with them um, just last night. And mm-hmm. like they had such a hard time understanding how that worked. So the premise is that it gives you a fact where it's like um, one of the ones that we got was Kevin Spacey's twin brother is a blank impersonator. And so mm-hmm. what you do is you try to create, it, try to like guess what the answer is, but, or, you know, create a believable lie and try to trick people into guessing that answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like my fake answer was, uh, or my guess slash lie was, uh, Kevin Spacey. So Kevin Spacey's brother's a twin brother's a Kevin Spacey impersonator. Um, <laughs> it was actually Rod Stewart, which is really weird. Huh. Um, but yeah. And then like someone wrote like, he's a Christopher Walken impersonator. Or he's a, right. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins impersonator. But yeah, like for whatever reason they didn't get Fibbage. And I, I do feel like that's probably the easiest one to understand. And it's mm-hmm. you know, kind of baffling. I say that and now I'm thinking back to the last time I played it. There's definitely moments where even late into the game of Fibbage, people still weren't quite exactly sure like what they were doing. Like they knew that they were being funny, but they didn't realize that they were trying to like either create a believable answer, like you said, or uh, draw something or not draw something. That's a totally different game or um, write something that was totally out of left field, um, but believable. Yes. I I feel like that's where, just from a design standpoint that that game kind of falls short is that if you want to win, you need to like create believable answers and they're, that's not always being funny. Cause if it's like, yeah. you know, too funny of an answer, it's like, okay, that's probably not it. So I'm not going to guess it. So mm-hmm. there is that disconnect there. Um, but the other major one that I was playing, which doesn't come in the, uh, party pack is, uh, Drawful two, which is Drawful. Yeah. Like essentially Pictionary. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I would say Drawful is the best one, uh, <clears throat> excuse me to do that with but we were having problems with uh too many devices connecting to the internet because my parents live in the middle of nowhere so they have mm-hmm. a really spotty connection and their wi-fi wouldn't support more than like five or six devices huh. so oh. it was easier to do that was happening with... to us this weekend like everyone's devices that were there already was working mm-hmm. fine and then grace and i like could not use the wi-fi anyway. yeah um but yeah, the, it seemed to be better whenever you're dealing with just text in games like Quiplash and uh, mm-hmm. Fibbage, but Drawful deals with images, so it, uh, yeah, it was a little hard to play, but it, it's a really fun one if you can get the people together. Because, uh, and I think that's where the genius of using just your mobile phone as a controller right. is. It, and and like, the best part is is that like you don't actually have to download an app or anything you just go to yeah, a website exactly and it still all works so well and it, it's just so accessible for everyone because yeah. chances are you have a device that can support these games yeah oh, man it's, it's, an, an app would f- be great <laughs> if they could make an app for it honestly yeah because uh, well, oh, like the lost connection sometimes can get a little annoying yeah but. um what i did was i just created a shortcut on what, like the home screen of my phone yeah oh yeah and so it just yeah. kind of serves like an app because then mm-hmm. it just goes like that icon just goes straight to that website. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the interface is actually pretty cool, but uh, if you get disconnected, it gets really annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's so nice, especially for drawful where you, you know, you can just draw it on your device instead of like needing paper and doing it in front of everyone. You can kind of like mm-hmm. do it on your own and not feel nearly as much pressure. And, um, and in other games, like your word prompts are, you know, kind of hidden to you. So it's not like, it's a lot harder to, kind of cheat and try to you know peg who's answering what based on like conversations or yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's really cool like those games are like so i kind of got them hoping that they would serve as a distractor from any socio-political talk that would be kind of just annoying and taxing and make all of the holiday weekend kind of a chore and it succeeded like you know, a few of the answers were politically charged, but you know, when, whenever it's in a game and yeah, it's a little, know, and like, and you're doing it for comedic effect, like some, like a couple times, like my, you know, a person, uh, took it over the line a little bit, but, um, but then like it, the room kind of didn't respond to it. And so then it backfired and then kept things on a more enjoyable path. But yeah, it is actually great. Like, um, 
I kind of had to be like, hey, guys, I brought these games. We should try playing them. And I was like, oh, yeah, OK, well, we'll, we'll give them a shot. And then, yeah, and then like we went to a dinner um, last night. And my mom was just like, have you heard of this game, Quiplash? And like, and, and then it was like, guys, let's go home and play Quiplash. And so it was actually like really like rewarding being like, yes. Like I, I bought these specifically for this weekend. And yeah, like everyone loved them. It was a lot of fun. Like it does seem like a little bit of a hurdle when you first get into it. But mm-hmm. those games are really enjoyable, um, really creative, like fun for everybody. And like they're only as obscene as you want to make them. Right. Um, even even though like you're not going to get too many just like outright obscene prompts, there's still a like family friendly mode that'll um, yes that'll even curb those ones out. So like it can totally be Cards Against Humanity, or it could just be like Apples to Apples, um, where it's you know a little more fun and tolerable for people with uh, less secular interests. Yeah, I would I would just also add on to that too. If if you have like a Xbox 360 or a PlayStation 3 <clears throat> or an Xbox One or PlayStation 4 just sitting in your living room or your parents' living room as like yeah. a DVD device of some sort or or set set top box, I would I would highly recommend downloading it. I think it's one of the most approachable and accessible games that have come out in a long time. That yeah. is essentially a board game on your on your device and yeah, can right. really bring the room together. Well, um, I so I got it on so the first game I got was Quiplash One, which I got on my Apple TV, and I was thinking like, Apple oh, TV, I might create. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I might might just try bringing that up there, and then we can just play Quiplash. But then I realized how much of a hassle that would be. Yeah. Um, and so then I, um, they're all on Steam, so I just bought it on my computer, put it on my laptop, and then oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, and I just yeah. brought my HDMI cable and plugged it right into their TV, and then. Mm-hmm. then yeah then it is like a board game that you can just take around and as long as you yeah. have the internet like you could even just play it off the laptop screen which is which we did do for a bit but uh yeah and, i uh oh go ahead uh, no no I, I was rambling okay <laughs> um i was going to buy three and then to, cause to bring it down um to play this weekend and we just decided to re-download <clears throat> two just for the purposes of just like just playing a game it doesn't have to be new or cool or whatever yeah. um so I went through the trouble of downloading, it's not trouble, but download, downloaded it to my PS4 and I was going to bring it down to Kelso and uh, I packed the PS4, the power cable, the HDMI, the charging cable for the controller, but I made it all the way down to Kelso before I realized that I did not bring my, my PS4 controller. So we didn't no, end up playing yeah. at all. <laughs> um, and their TV might have had the thing where like their remote could have been used to control the TV and then that would have been enough, you know, but we just didn't want to go through all that. Can you, is there not an app for the PlayStation to control it with your phone? There definitely is. And I uh, didn't yeah. realize that till just now. Yeah, so. it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, it's but a, it would have okay, worked but, for but, the... Yeah, but it does work. It would have been yeah. a pain in the butt anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't have been able to download anything with the Wi-Fi because we're having so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to add on Jackbox or any other stuff you've been playing? Um, I think we're split on TKO. <laughs> Yeah, one like, of the other games oh, yeah. on Jackbox, but but, but yeah, uh, it's give it a shot. Yeah, yeah like uh, I played a little bit of Gaspionage. That was interesting. Um, what, what's the fifth one? Trivia Murder Party? No, no, the the other one. Taking it. <laughs> so yeah, there's Quiplash Two. Uh, trivia Murder Party is essentially like a trivia game set in the premise that like you're abducted by a like jigsaw from Saw like serial killer but he just wants to play trivia instead of like you know make you like cut off your hands uh, well he does cut off your fingers yeah but it's because <laughs> it's because you didn't do a good job at trivia yes it's not like i'll let you live but cut off your finger it's like i'll let you keep your finger but uh what element is the element of this thing which is hmm. not an exact question from the game just it's a funny. BT dubs. It, it, it is actually really funny. Um, hmm. But yeah, that one's just straight up trivia. And it's actually pretty hard, but it's really fun. Um, the like multiplayer dynamic of it is really interesting. And like once every if everyone dies before a certain point, then it's like a race to the exit by answering like rapid fire, multiple choice trivia questions. And like it gets pretty competitive and it's really fun. Um, hmm. But yeah, so there's Quiplash. Esp- uh, Gaspionage, faking it. That's the one. Um, that one's weird because that one 
um, is it gives you some kind of a, it asks you a bunch of questions like, have you evers? And mm-hmm. one person isn't getting them. And so they have to like just blindly raise their hand when other people start raising their hands and like, um, blend in. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it was tough because I was playing it with a 14 year old and a 12 year old and I was the one that was faking it. And like the very first question was, are you enjoying an alcoholic beverage? And I didn't raise my hand. And <laughs> like, I was like, I was just kind of watching them as I was sipping it. And so then they were both just like, it's, it's Mikey. Was, yeah. And it was the, the quickest game of that, of uh, faking it that's probably ever happened. But uh, yeah, that's funny. That one's hard yeah. because I did notice the third question. Both of the times that I was the faker was an absolute tell that I yeah. uh, was going to like call me out. Like one of them was point to the youngest person in the room. And as the faker, I didn't know what the question was. So I pointed at a random person in the room that I was with. Oh, and they like immediately knew it was me. Yeah. yeah. And then the when, second the question oldies? was, yeah, the second question was, um, oh, do you speak another language? And me being in the room of a couple of people who did speak a different language, I just raised my hand up like, <laughs> hi, right in there. And they all just laughed at yeah. me and then called me out. So, it, it, so it's kind of hard. You get to play the room. Which yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So you get to try to like weasel your way out. I could have said, oh, I took two years of Spanish in high school, but yeah, it wouldn't have quite worked at that point. Right. They would have asked you to prove it. Yeah. And they would have <laughs> known because it was my friends. So they would just be like, you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's like 25 bucks for five games. And like in like this extended weekend, I've got hours and hours of enjoyment with my whole family out of it. So yeah. Like, yeah. Plus you get to be the cool person for once when you arrive at home well, with the fun game that everyone plays. I know you're always cool, yeah. but you know what I mean? Or at the party. For yeah. our, our listeners, all of our listeners, you know, buy Jackbox, bring your, bring your well, cool MacBook Pro <laughs> laptop to to your friends' parties, and yeah, enjoy an alcoholic beverage. Right. My whole wedding is actually going to be Jackbox Party Pack Three. Oh, awesome! Nice. Yeah, that's, that's all we're going to do. Which is actually weirdly not a bad idea at all. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Having a little station set up during that—that'd be well, sweet. We could just do like real life TKO, the like T-shirt, yeah, generator game. Yeah. So, okay. I'm filing that one away. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I played uh, a game called Mini Metro. Yeah. Which came out on Steam a couple months ago, maybe from last year, but it just came to iOS. So I've been uh, dabbling in it again. I have it on both. Um, and Mini Metro is like a subway, and uh, it's like a, a transit building game. But it's not like as in depth as some of these other games like you'll find in like City Skylines or or other games of its ilk. It's like really um, stark and like minimalist. So you you, you it's like a top head view of like a metro map, kind of like what you'd see yeah, on yeah, a subway it, station. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly what it looks like. Is yeah, yeah. And you uh you see little dots pop up, and the dots are like a circle, triangle, or square, and they represent different stations. And your job is to connect those dots via different um rail bus whatever it, it's different by the city but like so if you're at, in uh, new york you'll be doing the subway um so you connect the different lines and you get a certain number of resources and as time goes on and you get more and more passengers you get more and more lines but also more stations pop up as population increases um it's so good <laughs> i love this game so much it's like the perfect sort of zoning out game um but also you can get like really into it and something feels really good about manipulating. Uh, it's like got like a really tactile feel to it. Like it's fun to be able to drag and drop subway lines. It feels like, I don't know. There's something about it. I, I really love. Um, plus it's just visually very pleasing and it sounds good. Um, plus it gets me thinking about work in a good way. Um, at, at my job, uh, I don't do any of what you do in mini Metro, but you're heavily involved in like promoting alternative transportation and as opposed to like single drive alone cars. Um, and we just passed in Seattle, this huge light rail, uh, initiative that will like in a couple of years, like 20 years connect various regions in the Seattle area by light rail. And it just like looking at the maps and like thinking about stuff like that. And, um, 
I don't know. It's just really fun. And I start, I get kind of nerdy about it. Yeah. No. So I, um, I just looked at it, um, like pulled up the trailer for a second. It look or has kind of like a sound shapes feel to it from like yeah, the definitely. sounds and like how everything just kind of builds and scales upon, uh, upon itself as you progress. Yeah. Like it, it seems actually really cool. And I typically avoid games on, uh, the app store with a price tag of more than like two bucks, but this actually oh, it's totally worth it. it. It looks really good. My only problem with the iOS version is that I'm playing on my uh, iPhone SE, which is the size of a five. Yeah. So it's like really tiny and like sometimes my fat fingers will not hit exactly what I want, but I, I'm sure. Finger, on a, yeah. yeah. I'm sure on an iPad or a larger phone, it would work really, really well. Yeah. Um, but it's, oh. it's so good. Um, and and yet, I, I don't, I don't even know if my, my talking about it is selling it enough. It's just a really, really great game. No, no, it's, um, it's one of those things that I feel like you actually need to kind of like understand like how literal you mean, like it's like a subway map. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. So well, one of my favorite things about it is that it gets you thinking about like how hard it must be <clears throat> to be an urban yeah. planner or a transportation planner or something. Cause I, I know that I've had so many like car seat, um, urban planning conversations where I'm like, what if, if they just built this freaking bridge or if they just <laughs> built this, uh, this line, like the traffic would be fine. And obviously like we don't know anything and these things take time and money and this doesn't replicate it like exactly. I'm mm -hmm. sure there's a lot of bureaucratic nonsense that a lot of cities yeah. have to go through to even build, uh, transit stations and stuff. But like to get it down to its bare bones, like it's not as easy as it looks or as you would think. Um, and its uh, fail states are a little weird because like if you um if it if if a station sits overcrowded for too long the game just ends um weird. whereas like in real life people wait there until the bus shows up or something right or yeah. they'll, it'll never end so if they had like an endless mode where you could to like live with your decisions and like, really you kind cool. of fret over it yeah like, like a, like like a cool. sim city kind yeah, of yeah something like that yeah um and yeah just the difference between the trailer and the screenshots like the animation seems really fucking rad. Yeah, it's just really like, good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm actually probably gonna, even though I, I keep buying games and adding more to my like we we totally yeah. talked about budgeting for games and now I'm like just yeah. out the window with that. Oh, Black wait, Friday, I even, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even factor iOS games into my like gaming budget. If it's yeah. if it's like usually less than five bucks, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, you, usually like a two dollar game, I'm like super like. At PAX, like I was, I was in line for a game at PAX, and I, like I was watching, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. When does this come out?" And he's like, "Oh, it's on the App Store right now." I was like, "Oh, okay. Like I'm not gonna play it here at your demo because I'm just gonna buy it." Yeah, and just exactly. Instantly bought it, um, which is like a really cool thing to be able to do. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and if you're more inclined to play it, like um, I would, or on a, on a PC, I would I would do that because um, I think it is a little bit more intuitive. But, yeah. Uh, well, I have an iPad Pro, so I think I might pick it up on yeah, that. Which perfect is because it's a big old size. I don't need to worry about my fat fingers getting in the mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Um, the other one that I've been playing is is a a little game called Islands Non Places. It's a iOS, and I think it's also on Steam. There's an artist who makes these animated gifs. His name is Carl Burton, I believe. Um, you can check out his Twitter. He like creates this really um, dark. Ooh two-tone animated gifs on his Twitter where he, it's just like weird spaces, um, weird, like normal spaces, like you yeah. need like a plaza and it's just like the motion of a tree swing in the wind or like after the election, there was just empty chairs, I think, um, in rows leading up to a presidential podium. And it was just kind of like swaying with time. I don't know. He creates really interesting art and his first game is a, sort of a take on that where, You've got, um, you're looking at like a 3D rendered space, right? And you can rotate it around and look at it from any angle and you manipulate little bits of light um, or, or, or objects in the game to like quote unquote progress. Like there's no real end goal to any of this. It's just sort of looking and marveling at the artwork. Um, but it's super chill. Uh, the soundtrack is just very ambient and there's like birds tripping or like wind blowing or footsteps or something. And, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a nice break, um, from like a game game. It's just sort of an interactive art piece, which I really like. Um, 
yeah, that's like beautiful. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's really pretty. I feel like it, it's two ninety nine, and it, like looking at the trailer, it seems like that's actually like the perfect like price point for something that's like like not so much a game, but like an inter- like an interactive art piece. Like, yeah, three yeah. bucks to just like pull through this. Like, that seems like totally perfect. And I like how it gives a like duration in the description. It's like about forty five minutes. Like, yeah, like yeah, which definitely makes it feel like more of, of a, uh, I hate, I can't think of another word for it, but interactive experience yeah. as opposed no. to a game. Like, uh, yeah, it, it's a perfect, it, it, when you see something like 45 minutes, it just seems like a no brainer. It's like, yeah, why yeah. wouldn't I just try this? It's yeah. less than a movie, less than a coffee or whatever. It, it, exactly. Know. Yeah. Because yeah, like you guys were just dealing with getting Rogue One tickets and it's like, oh my gosh, like, so for, for like a two hour movie, you guys are trying to fight over like. <laughs> $20 tickets with everyone online yeah. right now or like yeah. in this $45 or 45 minute experience, three bucks. Yep. And it's right there on your phone. Yeah. Don't I'm looking at some more screenshots. I'm, exactly. I, and I'm one of those idiots, but the screenshots like will show like, I haven't gotten to this level yet, but it's just like a waiting room and what could easily be a doctor's office. And there's like that fake plant. There's like a ceiling fan up top and there's like, a bunch of lamps little and, tables and lamps yeah. yeah and there's something i've always valued when i'm looking at photography or taking pictures myself i really value the mundane like i really think there's something interesting and inspiring about like something that isn't that fancy or cool looking so this game is all about that it's just like looking at ordinary things and uh finding meaning there i guess or not meeting i don't know maybe it's just experiencing it but uh I'm always looking for stuff like that. So yeah. it's cool. Cool. Um, and real quick, maybe I'll touch on it more next week if I play more of it, but I'm playing a game called Block Hood, which is also like the um, city planner thing in me, but it's like an isometric view where you're given blocks and each block represents like an apartment store resource or whatever. And you try to build um, a functioning ecological environment or a city. Um, and it's got a really cool art look or uh art style and everything so i always like um, those like yeah any, any kind of like sin city ish like even if it's mm-hmm. like a totally minimalist take on it mm-hmm. um like whenever uh what was it city skylines came out yeah. the, like after that uh the sim city game that like totally bombed it was a like f- fan-made uh sim city with all the things that worked in the new version and all the things that they wanted and Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I played the hell out of that. I, I'm forgetting the mobile games that I was playing, but yeah, like something about those are really satisfying. Tiny yeah, tower, this one, tiny tower. Yeah, tiny there tower, you go. Yeah, uh, this one is really challenging, and I think it's mm. primarily because it doesn't tell you much, or it doesn't effectively tell you how to play. It's still mm. in early access, and the UI isn't great, and the tutorials are not very helpful. <clears throat> um, but like each piece will rely on another piece to function. And that's like a huge, that spiral, like, I mean, that is like a never ending circle, right? Where like the more and more you add, the more and more you need to feed off other existing pieces. And it's a, it's challenging and I'm not quite sure I understand it yet, but like the things you can create look really cool. And it's, it encourages you to build up and so as opposed to, as opposed to out, um, so you end up like with a really cool Monument Valley-esque like Escher painting looking thing. I don't know. It's just a cool piece of uh, of content, if you will. <laughs> or you end up yeah. with Seattle. Or you end up <laughs> with Seattle. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Um, that's all I've been playing, though, or all I feel comfortable talking about. So. Yeah. Um, cool. We've been talking for a while, but yeah. uh, do you want to talk about Christmas lists? What are you all asking for for crit myth uh i'm asking for a lot of ga- gamey boy stuff um, <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm trying to get a little more into the whole content industry of some sort or at least just doing things doing hobbies what do you mean? on my side oh, okay. on the side um i'm looking to buy a couple a couple like different peripherals one of which being a capture box uh, yeah a capture box is a device that hooks up to a console or mm-hmm. Yeah, probably just a console. I'm sure you can do other things as well, but it basically has an HDMI port. 
and then a USB port. And so you would plug your Xbox, for example, into it, and it would record your gameplay and then uh, allow you to transfer it onto a PC to edit and eventually maybe produce and upload a, a video onto YouTube or something. And so that would be really cool if we were interested in doing anything like recording uh, a little bit of gameplay for things that we're playing and maybe putting them on a YouTube channel or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be down. Uh, so if the app sounds really cool to you, then I would say tweet at us and we'll do it. And we'll do it well. Yeah. At fans of genre. Yes. Do it. Uh, in addition to that too, I've been looking really closely into buying a, and this is going to sound like gibberish to 95% of the people in the world, but a 144 Hertz uh, monitor for my PC gaming, which basically is a monitor that um, would allow me to take to, to utilize my graphics card to its full potential and be able to render games at a higher frame rate uh, than what my current monitor can do. So in layman's terms, it'd be like watching The Hobbit at 48 frames per second, but for video games. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't know if watching The Hobbit at 48 frames per second is anything anyone ever wanted to do. No, definitely but, not. Nah. The result for, for what that looks like when you're playing a game is everything's a lot smoother. Uh, I know that a lot of film folks will tell you that the AI can't really see much more than 24 frames per second or unless that was debunked. But um, a lot of games really benefit from being able to being able to be played at a higher frame rate, yeah. at the, at the ho- best, highest, most appropriate frame rate. And so mm-hmm. being able to run a game instead of only being only limited to 60 frames per second but instead being able to run it at let's say 144 frames per second will make the game look a lot more crisp a lot more responsive and a lot better Hmm. so i'm excited for that you think you're gonna get it yeah yeah i think i'm gonna either i'm gonna probably save up you know whatever holiday money i get and purchase a monitor they're they're getting cheaper and cheaper as newer and cooler features come out and so i have my eyes set on a couple mid-ranged ones that look, look pretty good cool yeah very cool i'm asking for a kindle <laughs> that's all i'm Hell really yeah. looking yeah. for um i, I want to read more on the bus um and carrying a bunch of books is a little challenging um but it looks cool even or even one and it also looks cooler i look like a no cyber the books look cooler reader. sorry oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well um fine so I was looking at my wish list as we uh, switch topics, and one of the things on my Christmas list is uh, like sixty percent off. Uh, so I bought it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So is it a DVD copy of Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow? No, I wish. Oh my gosh! Yeah. No, I already have that. Uh, no, uh, Skyrim was twenty five bucks for the uh, for the new version. So. Better call your mom. So Skyrim is not on my Christmas list. Yeah, call your mom and tell her not to not to buy Skyrim. I kid well, you not. I will like text my mom and be like, um, uh, just so you know that the, the box thing that I asked you to buy me is like hundred bucks off right now. In case you haven't bought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, luckily Amazon like if something is bought off your list, then it doesn't show up. So it's so she didn't get like a paper oh. list. Like so, um, whenever she goes to check the list, like it's not on there anymore. And, oh, and it, okay. And, yeah, and it, it would have warned me when I bought it that it was no longer that it someone had already bought it from my list. So, are you telling there me you I can go. find out what my mom? You can. <laughs> if you, you can if you want. Actually, I'm going to close this list. Uh, I want to. I did that last year, and I was like, "It's like, oh, cool. Thanks for these comics, but I really wanted this. I movie. really wanted that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that would be my problem. No, no, I, I totally did that, which was yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping in a time machine and going back like 15 years ago, um, my brother and I found out where my parents hid the, the Christmas gifts back in the day. And so we would we would be rooting through their closet and finding all of the games that we weren't allowed to play for another like four weeks or so. Can you imagine there. now, like if someone told me that I they bought me a game, but I couldn't play it for four weeks? <laughs> like, I don't even think I'd be interested in four weeks with certain games, you know, like. Yeah. Thanks, Twitter. Uh, yeah, thanks to Twitter and podcasts or something. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't think, you know, like, it, it's to the point where now, like, I don't really want to ask for gaming-related things anymore because I sort of just want to get it on my own so I can play it when I want, you know? Yeah. You know what a um, gift Christmas so, gift is? 
a nice what? bottle of alcohol. Th- At that, this point yeah. in my life, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I kind of populated my list with a lot of things that like I'd really like to play, but I don't necessarily like want to commit my money to or didn't mm-hmm. like so well, yeah um like so an example of something that just came out at a time that was too crowded um twilight princess hd on the wii u like oh shoot that's a good like, idea yeah like i threw that on there because there was like two other games that came out that same like week period that that came out yeah. and i was like yeah i as my, I, I do actually really love twilight princess but um you know i've played it before so i, mm-hmm. I just picked something else so also, like, with Skyrim, kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, that'd be cool, but I don't necessarily want to drop my money on it. But if it's 25 bucks, then fuck yes, I will. Um, and I threw, like, Paper Mario on there. Uh, I really want... I want to play Dishonored 2, but I'm still not, like, at that point where I want to necessarily, like... That's a good one to put drop, on the list. Yeah, drop yeah. 60 bucks on. Um, I threw yeah. The Last Guardian on there. Because, uh, like, like, again, like, I don't want to spend my own money on it, but I yeah. want to play it. I'm so excited for reviews of that game. I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> um, I'm not. It's just going to be, it's, you know what? It's going to come in like a wet fart. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I'm excited. I'm just yeah, like, okay. ready for it to be um, over. You're ready for the Twitter reaction to just like yeah. fucking eat itself alive. Um, yeah. But no, then I bought a bunch of, or uh, I put on a bunch of uh, nonfiction books about gaming, actually. Oh, cool. I, oh, I went that's to, a good idea too. I went to the, like, if you liked the book Console Wars, you'll like these. I basically mm-hmm. added all those books. Um, nice yeah so uh and i also put on ready player one just because i've heard so many things about it mm-hmm. and it's like yeah i mean i don't mind getting that but yeah that's basically it like games that i um that i want to play but just didn't want to that weren't my priorities yeah um and i also just as a long shot i put psvr on there <laughs> just in case someone's like really <laughs> wants to like do me right this christmas Click that yeah. button, man. Find out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So. Um, yeah, I haven't, I think I just got the Kindle, but now I'm, I want to go back. I want to do the, you mentioning Twilight Princess made me want to ask for Wind Waker yeah. HD because I still haven't played that. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's like, like it's good for like old things that like, I just, I, yeah. And then I kind of feel guilty, like putting money on cause it, it's one of the things where it's like, there's a good chance I buy it and then still don't touch it. Right, right. Um, yeah. So if somebody else buys it for me, then um, the, I, me personally, I have a little bit of an obligation. It's like, well, someone got that for me. So I'm at least yeah. going to play it. Um, and then there's also the the not having the guilt of like, well, I wasted my money on that. And now it's not being touched. So that's what yeah. I like the Christmas for is, you know, like I, I buy all the things I want. And this is also good because then like my family's not like, oh, I bought you Watch Dogs too. It's like, well, I've been playing that for the past month. Yeah. So it's just like all there instead of just being like, I want video games. So I want to say real quick that <laughs> listening to us talk about this actually makes me realize that like, obviously the holidays are not as, um, we're a little bit more spoiled maybe than, than oh, other people yeah. are. Uh, so we're yeah. operating under the assumption that we're probably going to get the things we ask for. And I know that's not a reality for everybody. Yeah. I just didn't want to leave that unsaid i guess yeah no like um, the, the majority of my list is like ten dollar books and then i have yeah a few games on there which are like definitely more of like i'll maybe get one or two of those right and and like yeah like almost as a joke i put psvr on there just like yeah you guys yeah, huh? you gotta try right right yeah, yeah. Um, um one thing that my my world, world of warcraft guild actually is doing um is we're adopting a family this year and having a holiday oh. party where we're foregoing a secret Santa to, to donate to some some kids who aren't going to have a holiday. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here um, as much as just saying, like, yeah, we're totally down to, to support that. And so we're going to we actually found a family in our in our local town where most of us live um, that is asking for things like uh, PC peripherals, like parts and uh, like a Steam gift card and things like that. And so perfect <laughs> we're adopting this this gaming oriented family and i think we're getting the parents a couple things and we're getting the kids some gift cards it's gonna be real fun that's awesome that's awesome good for you seems like it's, uh, it's really easy to do so i'd highly recommend anyone who's got a little extra money to spend give it give it some give it to it directly to a family in some way you know don't try yeah. not to go through a different organism an organization of some sort that doesn't give you as direct contact and i think doing that might make you feel a little better how did you find that 
Um, I will double check for you, and we can maybe get some okay. information. But I know Kelsey had the um, had the website handy the other day, so I will cool. get it from her. We'll talk offline, which will probably still be online. Maybe on Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna push it back another week. I don't okay, really yeah. feel like talking about Telltale games right now. Yeah, I was actually just about to put that in the <laughs> text conversation. Like by then, but but by then I will have played the more recent episode of Batman, which yeah. has it has introduced something that I am like upset about. Ooh. Yeah, no, so, I I, I yeah. just bought. I actually finally bought the season pass for it. Okay. Um, and yeah, like I have a couple. I have a game on my phone that I've been meaning to finally just you know sit down and play that uh i want to bring up next week but uh you know need to play it first and then yeah, yeah and then i have batman that i've been meaning to play and then yeah then we can actually talk about telltale cool um awesome oh and also yeah they did you see i assume you saw the walking dead season three thing yeah i got pushed you know, back a month yeah um, i uh this will all you know i'm just gonna talk about it with telltale our conversation it'll okay. all come out sounds good I'll come out. I, I have to like formulate the most appropriate way to say what I want to say. So. Yeah. Well, there's the good thing is that you know exactly what, what you want to say about Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow with your hot take. Uh, I've already kind of dragged that one in public, yeah. and um, I, I have to say, I watched it. I didn't hate it as I was watching yeah. it. Um, I thought it looked okay, and I know I just said that. It, you know what? I don't know. It's just fucking so, movie. I don't care anymore. For, for whatever reason, I totally remember that movie just bombing. It has yeah. a 72 on Rotten Tomatoes. I know. When you said that last night, I looked it yeah. up. and R- yeah. Roger Ebert gave it a 4 out of 4. Yeah, because of the graphics, dude. The graphics yeah. were killer. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally just I totally remember that movie being a big old stinker. But what do I know? Big old... Well, big old Jude Law, was, That was 12 Jude, when it came out, though. So. Jude Law's hot, I guess. Jude well, Law's hot. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie. Jolie was in it for like 10 minutes. They hyped yeah. her a little too much. Like Jared Leto and Suicide Squad? Yeah. I, I, that, I think just that, that was movie. more of a, a mercy killing of his role as the Joker. Just like yeah. everyone, you don't need to see that. Because it wasn't yeah. good. Uh, that movie's <laughs> bad. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Mikey, what's your hot take? I say that uh, Thanksgiving turkey is overrated. It's really dry. It needs yep. like a gallon of gravy to be like good, delicious. Like, yeah, like give me ham at Thanksgiving or you know potatoes, which is the most ham. important. No, it's like a big old like honey ham. Like my <sighs> family's done that every year, and it's that's the best part. I will destroy all of that and like get like a piece of turkey just because I feel obligated to. Okay, just, so here, yeah. here, yes. <laughs> so at both of the Thanksgivings I went to. And I doubt they're all listening, but if you are, I'm sorry. Uh, there was turkey. I took small pieces of turkey, put it on yeah. my plate to make it seem as if I took a bigger helping. And by the end of the meal, I had just eaten too much and I couldn't finish my turkey. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't eat turkey. I cannot stand it. And I think, and I'm, this is like the most <laughs> like precious thing I'll ever say. I think I have, I think my nose is more sensitive to smells than a lot of people. And turkey to me <laughs> smells like wet dog right out of the oven after it's been carved. I can't eat it. Yeah, like same thing with like a pack of like deli turkey. You can open that up and be like, whew. Uh, yeah, like, like, I, I think I, I could probably stomach that more though. Yeah. If it, no, if it I, comes I, out of the oven. I, just can't I stand love it. deli turkey. Like that is my go-to <laughs> sandwich meat. But like Thanksgiving turkey, we're just like getting those like big slabs that are like just Ugh. dry as all hell. Like, Ugh. no, thank you. Yeah, it's just uh, inject it all with water. For you boys, yeah, like, like I need to like make a like a weird like concoction of everything on my plate in order to like mm-hmm. eat the turkey. Mm-hmm. Like, like no, everything else I can eat a la carte. I need to yep. like mix like gravy, yep. potatoes, and roll with turkey to be like, okay, I can eat this yep. now. Well, do you like, boys at least like stuffing? Yeah. I love stuffing. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool. I'm not really one way or the other, but it's it's solid. It's you know it's part of Thanksgiving. And it's I will good once a year. Eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't really have much of a hot take other than potatoes are the best, except mashed potatoes are probably the worst form of potatoes. It depends uh, on how no, it's prepared. Uh, baked potato. Yeah, baked potatoes is, is the worst bland for oh, me. Oh boy, I love a baked potato, but I put nothing if, on it except if A1. It, if it's like with oh, a steak, actually, then it makes sense. 
Yeah. But that's like the only scenario. And like only have, every once in a while. My parents have done like, hey, we're having baked potatoes for dinner tonight. And I'm like, yeah. y'all, no, that's not. Yeah. That's not how you do dinner. Like, because you, you, you need to add like cheese and bacon and butter to make and it like. even remotely good. Exactly. So, it's like, like, no, let's, you should have done like French fries or scalp potatoes. Yeah. Or like, there's a million oh God, ways to do potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. There's a, there's a million ways to do potatoes and you picked the worst one. So I'll just drop my, my, my potato recipe, which I learned from my partner's um, mother real quick with baked potatoes. You cover it. You just, you just rub it lightly with olive oil. You poke holes in it. You put it in the oven at 350 for an hour directly on the, on the, the grid or the, the, mm-hmm. the thing. Just, just the potato straight on there. Not even like straight on there, a little drip pan uh-huh. underneath it on one rack below it. And then just let, let it sear on the, on the rack, flip it halfway through and then pull it out an hour later. And then just put A1 on it and maybe some cheese, and that's all you need. Don't get caught up in all the fixings. Yeah. That's See, it. But, but that just sounds it. like such a hassle. And I could just have, like, like mashed potatoes are, like, the opposite. Like, <laughs> like it's just like, cool, I put in, like, almost no yeah. effort. I mush some stuff up, and I have a delicious meal now. Yeah. I mean, my argument is that my partner loves rice, and so it yeah. takes as long to make a potato as it does to make a pot of rice. And so... Ooh, uh, no. I think it takes way longer <laughs> to boil potatoes. It, I'm not boiling maker. a potato. I'm just putting a potato in the oven. And he's baking it. Takes an it. Hour, it takes an hour to make rice? In that rice cooker we have. Dude, just do the 20-minute deal over the stovetop. You don't. It's it's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, yeah, like, I, I genuinely think that potatoes are the best, like, basic food. Yeah. Because you can oh, do they, a million things with it. I can we are a, a podcast every single of three meal. white men. Potatoes yeah. are the best. And, and, it, and it would <laughs> be true. different, like... You could have a hash browns in the morning, and then at you oh, know, lunch, hash browns. You could, yeah, you could do so scallops, good. and then dinner you could do baked potatoes so for whatever potatoes God are so versatile. Did you yeah. just have French fries for lunch yeah. and dinner? Like, yeah, yeah, I could do tater tots all the time. You know what I did with a potato last week? You cook what? it up with a little Indian simmer sauce. You boil it a little bit, and Ooh. then you cook it up with an Indian simmer sauce with uh, garbanzo beans, um, cauliflower, tomato, peas. And put, put that over rice with some naan. That's some good stuff. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, what's your guys? Thank you for listening to this video game uh, podcast. By the, the way, potato the potato party hour. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I are we all in agreement that like red potatoes are the best potatoes? Ooh, actually, no, they're my least favorite. Red, ooh, ooh, yeah, that, that's a hot like, take. They're waxy and gross. Cannot oh, I love them. them. Like they're like 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 a normal potato, just like so big and so cumbersome, like. A That's why you get like a smaller Yukon Gold, dude. Yukon Gold's Yukon are good. Yukon Gold's good, yeah. But yeah, I just, but I'm not crazy about the russet ones. Like, yeah. you do like a good old like breakfast skillet with red potatoes, like, fuck yeah. All right. I'm about that. Eh, I'll, I'll come back. Okay, I'll, so. I'll let you know what I think. Yukon Gold are good. Russet so, potatoes are just too big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Evan, my roommate, does some real good stuff with red potatoes, and uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to get together. Yeah. We should because we'll, we live a little too close pot, to not. Do some we'll potato stuff. It. We'll put it on Twitch. Yeah, we'll yeah, put it and, on uh, and live eating. We can eating. play uh, Jackbox Party Pack Three. Social eating with Jackbox. Social eating with Jackbox Party Pack. It. I like right. it. That was a good time, boys. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. It really helps others discover the show, and more importantly, tell a friend. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Fans of Genre. Mikey, what were you going to say? Oh yeah, they're going to say follow us and uh, send us questions. Any uh, suggestions you may have, uh, mm-hmm. like if you want us to cover a certain topic, we'll you know we're making it you know for ourselves, you know, uh, as yeah. anyone would be, but also for the people listening. So if you want to hear us talk about something, let us know. We'll try to address it. Yeah, and guys, the just to to the listeners out there, there aren't many of you, and that's kind of a problem. The Twitter account yeah. is is low. We need to fix that. But and also, we, 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 but we got the one we need. Who's that? Chris Grant. He didn't follow us. He just tweeted oh, at us. Oh, he just tweeted at us. Oh, what a yeah. what a butthead! I know. But he, he still tweeted he, at us. That was pretty cool he, that he tweeted yeah. at us. Yeah, and he gave us some approval, which is good for a little yeah. egos. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh yeah, or maybe maybe you should just uh, tweet at Chris Grant to follow us then. Add us the polygon. Right. Hire us right right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, I did ask for. I almost wanted to ask him for a spot on Carboys, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but then Busta would just like totally destroy your computer. So yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's bad news bears. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You know what I just realized? Also, what? 
I, I also think about like how other podcasts do this so well and it's because they have like entire sections dedicated to feedback from listeners and we just don't have that yet yeah. we're just sitting here sitting on our thumbs waiting oh. for fans fans of fans of the genre yeah oh shit that's a good name for a group <laughs> get, get started fans it's really good i like it yeah anyway Sorry. i'm on twitter Rhodes clark uh r-h-o-a-d-e-s-c-l-a-r-k i almost forgot how to spell my name um i'm at brian t swanson b-r-i-a-n-t-s-w-a-n-s-o-n and i'm at mikey krieger m-i-k-e-y-k-r-i-e-g-e-r thanks for listening we're out